Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Jeremy Paul. And it's a little bit more sombre this week, JP, with I'm sure you're across the devastation that's happened to Aotearoa over the last seven days since we spoke to you. It's quite hard to believe, mate. Oh, bro. Um, All my condolences and thoughts and prayers with everyone. Um, It's just, it's awful, mate, to hear stories and to read stories about the devastation and uh, we had we had a bit of a touch of of a you know some crazy storm cyclones coming down from the north, but obviously nothing in comparison to what's going on over there. So I just hope everyone's safe. Um, and uh, yeah, thinking of you guys. Righto, JP. Um, I'm going to go straight to the text because I didn't even ask for questions, but they've come in. Um, an interesting lighter one here, JP. From Ken, your mate Ken, of course. Kenny! Yes. What's your barbecue go-to? Because I go the spit roast with a whole pig or lamb, um, and it's pre-season NRL, go the Red V. Have a great day, JP. Cheers, Ken. What is your barbecue go-to? Mate, I, I love using the Weber. Um, so, mate, you turn it once. That's all you got to do, and it's all <laughs> done on time. Yeah. It's all done on time. So it's done on the thickness of the meat. Mate, mate I, I'm a steak man, man. I just, and I love my, I actually love my lamb chops as well. So, um, <laughs> but I, I like getting them really thick. And so I've now managed over a period of time of using the barbecue where I'll look at a piece of meat and I'll go, oh, that's two minutes, 42 seconds right there. That one, <laughs> like on one side. Like I, I've got it down to the second for like a perfect medium rare to, to sort of rare type um, arrangement for me, and yeah, it's all it's all about the thickness, and you just got to put it down, put it right. On. I'm all about timers. I'm all about time, detail. Hear the beeps, flip that over really quickly, whack it back down, and then <laughs> I've even got it to a point where I can stand, like get it nice and hot, and then I flick the heat off, and I go, oh, that's at least another minute, one thirty-seven seconds, bit more time on that, just to get it to the right temp. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, I do want to talk some league, but I have had a rugby question come through for your yep. your thoughts on the Super Rugby uh, Pacific law innovations for this season. What are your thoughts on those? Oh, good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, look, it, th- these are things that um, needed to be looked at, particularly the scrummaging, like sitting there for two and a half minutes waiting for a scrum to be packed and then that needs to be repacked again is just it's diabolical for the game. Um I like anything that is trying to speed the game up. Um, but again, I think it's the confusion. As, lo- as long as all the different referees imply the same rules, mate. Mm. Like that's that's always – like they think it's actually the laws of the game that they need to change, but it's actually the interpretation of different countries and what referee from that country and how they interpret 
those laws. Although, like a French referee, and bring out a law that hasn't been used in ten years. Ooh, still oh, dirty still dirty about that. <laughs> still dirty. Oh, time X Foley, eh? Still dirty. <laughs> oh no, but mate, it used to be like I, I, I honestly believe like you've got to go to the root of the issue first, and then once you get consistency, and this is what it's all about, it's consistency, because you'll get. Like, and that's to bring fans over, right? Like, because one week they watch a game and see an Australian referee who, I don't know why Australian referees love seeing themselves on the big screen. Timo, what is it? Like, Timo, I saw someone get slapped in the face. Timo, like, and then you'll have a New Zealand referee who I love, used to love being ref by New Zealand referees where they used to be just, they used to let all the tough stuff go in the rucks. Um, you'll get the Welsh referees that, uh, don't mind a little bit of niggle from the side. Like, they don't really care about the offside line. The French referees, all they care about is the scrum. Um, think they know everything about the scrum too. So it, it's if they can if they can eliminate the inconsistencies of different referees from different countries and they all can referee the same, we'll have a far better game. Mm. Rugby league. What are you most most excited about the NRL this year? Teams, players, what are you looking forward to? Mate, look, the moves. The moves have been fantastic, I think. Look, I think Newcastle, um, I think, have, and and West Tigers have recruited incredibly well. Um, I think Jackson Jackson Hastings going up to Newcastle from, from the Tigers will make a huge difference to one of the best players I believe in the competition and Caelan Ponga. Like he's um he's been put at fullback because you've got to learn the game, right? Like you look at players like the great Darren Lockyer who was fullback moved into six. Like until you get that 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 vision and you you're able to create time and space not only for yourself but for players around you, that means you can see what's happening in front of you. And I think someone like Jackson Hastings will give Caelan Ponga the opportunity and the time and space to be able to show those wonderful feet of his is, is incredible acceleration off the mark. And I think if Caterpillar can stay fit for the year, the Knights will not only just make the finals, but they'll have a good crack. Um, Tigers, mate, Appy Coruscant. Wow. Look, if and, and same with the Bulldogs with Reed Marnie at Hooker. Hooker is Brandon Smith going to the Roosters. There's three more teams there that I just think um, – and with the Panthers losing Appy Coruscant, your hooker is is your spine, right? Like you got your hooker, your seven, your six, and your one are your spine. But I think hooker has actually become probably one of the most pivotal roles within rugby league. Um, their ability to run, like Harry Grant down in Melbourne, wow, what a player! He wins games on his own, right? Mm-hmm. Cam Smith, one of the greatest players of all time, was a hooker. They they are your general, like they literally are like basically your tens nines tens in rugby union and if you've got a if you've got a very creative ball running um and and understand the game and can control the game hooker you'll go very deep into this competition and i just think with the west tigers taking abby coruscant mate he's won three premierships like one with the south sydney and he played in that grand final with it was one of his first games um, you, you've, he's also won back-to-back, could have won three with the Panthers and has now gone to the Tigers. And Papali'i's there too. So just having that ability at night, mate, I think nine is, is the most important spot. So there's three teams um, that I believe 
will be, um, particularly the Knights and the Tigers, will will be not down the bottom. Uh, and the Bulldogs as well. Obviously, they've recruited exceptionally well. Uh, big kick out um, running down. Imagine, imagine having 118 kilo, like, wrecking ball running at your halfback and all your number six all day. Like, it'd be, <laughs> mate, you'd wake up with nightmares. So... Um, oh, look, and I think the Cowboys will be strong again um, after going, being probably disappointed after being knocked out. They would have had another good off-season. Eels are going to be strong as, again, uh, but losing Reed Marnie at hooker is going to be a big loss. Bit of contract negotiations with Mitchell Moses. Um, I don't think the Dolphins are going to do any good this year, mate. Look, I, I, look, they'll be lucky to win a couple of games, to be honest. Um Look, they they probably win the back on the back of just having Wayne Bennett alone, right? But they've got to recruit um, far better players, and I think the the big one, mate, the big mover and shaker will be the Broncos. I think the Broncos will make the top four this year. Mm. Um, there's my pick with Reese Walsh. I think Reese Walsh at fullback, he again stays fit. Um, they've got uh, Josh Reynolds. Like and and you're 13 too, really, as a part of that spine as well. Um, and I just think that the Broncos this year, with a a year under their belt um, of missing out on the finals, they've started to improve like over the last two years in that right direction. And I just think missing out on the finals last year, I think they're a top four contender. Sharks will be also up there as well. Like so, I think this will be an incredibly close competition. Each week, each team will be able to beat each other. And my big pray for the year is I just hope Tom Trevorovich is okay mm. um, and Ryan Puppenhausen, two of the most extraordinary and exciting players within the competition who I love watching. Every time Turbo touches the ball, it's just like, wow, this freak of a kid. And and Ryan Pappenhausen, my God, this guy like Billy Slater all over, um, and they've just had these awful run of injuries, and um, you hate seeing this, mate. I hate seeing like particularly players at that caliber. Well, we hate seeing it with any player, right? But I just I just hope they can stay on the field and 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 stay injury free. Josh is texting, and he said, "Has JP got a dilemma with which NRL team?" to support uh, born in New Zealand Warriors played for the Brumbies Raiders living in Sydney take his pick who do you support I <laughs> <laughs> said that's pretty funny isn't it <laughs> um, look I'm actually a Newcastle Knights supporter okay. I uh, back in 1997 when they won their first competition and I, I when I first came over from New Zealand I because um, we used to get a little bit of the Winfield Cup remember that eh? yeah, the old yeah. Winfield winning cup and we used to get a little bit of New Zealand, but then when I moved to Australia in the early 90s, 91, I think it was, um, the old Henny Penny and Johnny Schuster was there, Tony Kemp. Um, so there's a couple of New Zealand players playing for the Knights, and I used to love watching them play. And in 1997, I won my first grand final playing first grade. It was my first year in first grade. I was 20 years of age. Okay, here's the story, bro, very quickly. Yeah. Do you know, in 1995, 96, I was in Colts in a team in Brisbane called East Tigers. I was playing my second year Colts. And we did this one night, this team building night, where they said, let's write your goals. Let's write your goals about what you want to achieve. And they put down what's your immediate goal, what's your long-term goal, and what's your unrealistic goal. So my medium goal was obviously play first grade for the club. Oh, sorry, to win a 
a premiership with Colts that year. Long term was to play first grade for the club in like, you know, a two or three years. And we all put down, there's 100 Colts players, we all put down as our unrealistic goal was to play in the 99 Rugby World Cup. <laughs> and I, I was 18 at the time, or just turned, yeah, 18 turning 19. And we all said, what's the most unrealistic thing that will ever happen? And I did it. So I was like, there you go. There's a little story from my past. I only just figured that out the other week. Wow. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite amazing, isn't it? Like I was like, I was like, here, here we were, 100 kids, and we all put the same thing. And I actually did it. Um, and so in 97, when um, Darren Albert scored that try against Manly in the last seconds and Newcastle won their first premiership, I won my very first premiership with East Tigers, who was our 50th anniversary that year, and we'd never won a premiership before. And <laughs> I was actually in the papers on Monday morning, in Monday's papers, because I was still in my playing kit from, from Sunday, <laughs> drinking at the pub. And that evening, Eddie Jones rang me and said, because someone had actually hurt themselves and they were going on a development tour for the Brumbies about a month later, and rang me that night, on the landline, they had my manager had to find me at one of the pubs. You've got to be back at this. You've got to be on this landline by eight o'clock because Eddie Jones is going to call you and ask me to go on the Brumbies development tour, which I ended up that started my career. Wow, it's amazing, eh? There's just these little go. turning points in international careers, and that was yours. That was mine. Like, thank God, the guy got a hold of me for starters at the pub because he read the paper and knew that I was at the pub in my playing kit. <laughs> made sure I got home to the landline um, and a bloke actually ended up getting injured and they took me because I played Australian under 21s that year because I was still only 20 so I still had another year and they were taking me as cover and then on my first game we went on an eight game development tour which 10 Wallabies came out of that tour mate wow. like that development tour in 97 with the Brumbies tour to win um, we toured to Scotland and England old school on a bus playing two games a week and old school in terms of like going out drinking it like with Eddie Jones on his very first tour as a Brumbies coach. And it was just, mate, we were all kids, all kids. Like we were literally, no one was over the age. I think we had a couple of older guys. Rod Kafer was on that tour and I think he was the oldest guy there at 26 or something. So uh, or 25 or something. So we, yeah, he was just a development tour to sort of see what it was like. And, mate, we were playing men. Like, we played against Mosley. Oh, here's another thing for you too. We played against Mosley, who was the feeder club to Gloucester in, in 1997 on a rainy day. I was playing against tight I was playing against 38-year-olds, mate, and I was 20. And... <laughs> It was pouring down rain. I ended up scoring two tries. I got a contract straight after that game, actually. And you wouldn't believe it, but 11, 12 years later, I went to Gloucester in 2007, 2008. I was was a little bit off the rails, to be honest, um, going through a divorce. And I ended up playing my last game for (laughs) Mosley. Feeder oh. club to Gloucester. So my first game was against Mosley and my last was against Mosley. Four Mosley. Four Mosley. What a way to book into career. My God. That is yeah, amazing. Great, great finish. <laughs> yeah, just awesome. Mate, we've got to push off because we've got to, go, got to get to an ad break and I don't want to cut it off uh, very impolitely. As always, marvellous to chat to you, JP. Super Rugby just around the corner. Oh, I can't wait. And there's an awesome preview in the New Zealand Rugby News, mate. My, one of my articles. 
one of my articles just bounced out on that. If you want a good read about who's going to be Australia's top players this year, Ooh. great read. Great read. And they've got great editors there to, to fix spelling mistakes. They do, old Campbell Burns. Burns are your legend. <laughs> good on you, JP. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Steph. See Catch you. See you, mate. Yep, rugby news. So you definitely want to get the season preview. And uh, Jeremy Paul casting his eye over the Aussie players as well. Just gone 20 past. We'll take a break and we will come back.